So, WrestleMania Night 2 is a wrap. And uh, I will say it did not live up to Night 1. Uh, I missed the first couple matches. The Lesnar versus Omos and the Women's Showcase uh, for the most part because I was distracted. But those two matches did not impress me. Uh, rest of the evening, though, lived up to what I expected, uh, except the ending. But remember to like, share, comment, subscribe. Follow me on Getter, Twitter, and Truth Social at the real underscore Big John. And let's get into it. So, almost and Le Brock Lesnar opened the match, opened the show. Uh, it was kind of what I expected, but I, I did, I think I thought almost would win. No, I did pick Brock Lesnar to win this one. Uh, but, sip of water. Almost did his power moves. He no-sold a lot of Brock Lesnar's moves. Uh, and Lesnar ended up winning with the F5. The women's showcase match. Uh, there were botches, there were a few high spots, and I don't think it did much to elevate the women's tag division. Um, well, Lesnar and Omos, I gave two stars. The women's match, uh, Ronda Rousey won for her team with Shayna Baszler uh, by giving Shotzi Blackheart the armbar, but I gave it a negative five stars. It just didn't live up to what I... Well, I never really expected a lot from that match anyways. Um, I expected Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez to go over. But you don't always get what you expect. Uh, Sheamus, McIntyre, and Gunther. Now this was a wrestling match. It was old school. It was three big guys beating the hell out of each other. Uh, Sheamus's chest was bloody. The fans were chanting, this is awesome. Uh, McIntyre did a somersault over the top rope into Sheamus. Uh, and the crowd was chanting, holy shit. There's a lot of big chops, big knees, big boots to the face. Just old school guys actually looked like they were trying to hurt each other. Versus a choreographed dance basically long and short of it so uh gunther stopped sheamus's pin on drew mcintyre by f a flying dive off the top rope which is pretty awesome i haven't seen him do much off the top rope uh he power bombed sheamus onto drew mcintyre and then he power bombed drew mcintyre for the win just an awesome effing match. Everyone had welts, bruises, blood on them. It was old school wrestling. And I enjoy seeing that from time to time. Now, two breaking things. Supposedly, WWE is being... I guess you would say bought by the parent company of... Uh, UFC and what is it called Endeavor Sports or something like that 
and they're going to merge WWE and sorry, I took a couple drags off the cigar there. Um, they're going to merge UFC and WWE. Now, that's interesting. Vince McMahon's going to stay on as some honorary CEO, kind of the way he is now. And then, uh, it sounds like everything's going to stay the same. Nick Khan is going to stay in his role. Triple H is going to stay in his role. But out of this Bianca Belair and... Um, Bianca Belair and Oscar match. Um, I said if the Intercontinental title match didn't steal the show, this one would. Uh, and it started with the entrances. Oscar came out with several, uh, I guess you call them geisha girls. They were all dressed kind of like Oscar dresses with the masks and the robes and stuff. Bianca came out with the Divas of Compton. Academy dance team. Uh, it's a inner city charity or yeah, charity to help young girls and kids in the inner city uh, get mentored and teaching. Uh, and I guess the one little girl, her mom died today, but she kept dancing. Uh, she was the littlest one there, and she wanted to have her chance to be on stage at WrestleMania. So. Maybe we'll see her wrestling at WrestleMania someday. That would be a sweet story. But uh, condolences and prayers for that young lady and her family from the Divas of Compton Academy dance team. Bianca got off to a quick start in this one. Oscar came fighting back. Uh, Belair kicked out. Oscar went for the first pin. They were outside the match for a long time or outside the ring for a long, long time. I don't get this. What happened to the 10 count? Because they were out there for about two minutes, and the ref never counted. <laughs> we'll see more of that later. But Bianca powerbombed Asuka onto the floor, got Asuka back in the ring. Asuka kicked out. Uh, the refs, to me, are terrible these days. Uh, just... It makes the matches look fake when the referee's not keeping control. If you watch UFC, if you watch boxing, the referee steps in and says, Hey, you know, no more punches to the back of the head. Hey, no low blows. They keep order. And this that didn't happen in this match or the women's uh, showcase match. Just made it look sloppy. This match uh, had a much more methodical pace to it than I thought it would. Uh, a lot of false pins by both ladies. Asuka tried a lot of submissions. Uh, it ended with Bianca Belair powering out of the Asuka lock for the KOD for the pin. So I gave that one five stars. It was a good match. Just didn't, uh, didn't go at the pace I thought it would. So the supposed attendance for the night was 81,395, which gave the weekend a total attendance of 161,000, 
892. Uh, wow. Even if you cut that number down by a few thousand because WWE tends to inflate numbers, it was still a heck of a night of wrestling. Uh, a lot of people there from all over the world. And there were watch parties going on around the world. And they would cut to other countries. And some places it was like 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> and they were watching WrestleMania. And loving it. Uh, next we had Shane and Snoop in the ring. Because they announced the attendance. And then... Snoop decided Shane, or pardon me, The Miz, <laughs> gave something away. Snoop decided Miz needed another match. So out comes Shane O'Mac, Shane McMahon, did his little dance down to the ring. <laughs> and he was blown up before the match even started. And furthermore, uh, he went to do a leapfrog over The Miz and Triple H confirmed at the press conference Shane tore his quad <laughs> all of Vince McMahon at uh, Royal Rumble about 20 years ago. So Shane got hurt and Snoop, Snoop Doggy Dog, stepped up with an improvisation knowing that this was going the wrong way. <laughs> Snoop saved the freaking day. Totally improv. Uh, he got in and he punched the Miz. The Miz sold it. Punched the Miz a second time. Uh, Snoop called Lady Ref Jessica Carr back into the ring <laughs> to continue the match himself. And uh, Snoop got over top of Miz. Did the slowest version of the people's elbow I've ever seen. But he beat The Miz with the people's elbow. Um, I said something came out of the women's match, but I'll get to that later. Um, maybe, maybe not. Uh, next, they had the Demon Balor versus Edge uh, in a Hell in a Cell. As much as these guys put into it, and maybe if I watch it back, I'll think something different. But... Nothing against Edge or Finn Balor, but it was a typical Hell in a Cell match. Nothing special, in my opinion. Um, Balor got busted open when Edge threw a ladder at him. And at the post-WrestleMania press conference, uh, Triple H said that um, uh, Finn, I forgot his name. Finn had to get stapled at ringside. They had the medical professionals out there looking over the demon Balor. And after they stapled his head up at ringside, I guess, uh, Balor came back stronger than before. The medical professionals stayed inside the cage for a while uh, after they stapled Balor back together so it must have been a pretty significant cut he took but it was hard to tell with the makeup on but there were a lot of blood droplets around the ring so he was busted open pretty good there for a few moments uh, there was a botch the ref stopped counting three before Balor's shoulder actually came up 
uh, Edge was on the table. Balor climbed the cage about halfway up. And there was a platform there with a camera on it. Gee, that wasn't planned out. Uh, <laughs> so Balor goes for the coup de gras. Edge rolls off the table at the last second. Uh, Edge gets the concerto for the win. Five-star match. I mean, these guys put their all into it. I can't, you know, rag on them too bad. But nonetheless... Uh, we then come to Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the title. Uh, this match had a lot to live up to. I mean, there's so much hype around it. Uh, I thought that there should be no interference. I thought Cody should win clean. Uh, I hoped that Cody would bring the best out of Roman Reigns. Uh, as Roman was making his entrance, they announced that this is his... 7th Wrestlemania main event, the 15th time a member of his family has headlined Wrestlemania, and it was Roman's third straight Wrestlemania title defense of the same title. Um, I thought at that point Roman was going to lose after they went through all of that. Um, Cody started out good technical wrestling chain wrestling, arm locks, headlocks. Uh, Roman is good at playing that cocky heel. You know, he basically no-sold a lot of Cody's early moves. Uh, Roman got control after a Cody mistake. <clears throat> he did several big, powerful su suplexes, sent Cody flying across the ring, but he made sloppy heel covers. Cockiness, right? Cody... Uh, was then tossed over the top rope, but he hung on. And then he got Roman and tossed Roman out through the middle rope. Roman took a break, consulted with Paul Heyman. Um, <clears throat> then Solo Sokoa was there at ringside the whole time. Solo then gave chair, uh, Cody a chair shot to the ribs, sorry. And to Cody's credit, he sold the, the chair shot and the ribs the whole rest of the match. A lot of guys will forget and they'll just go back to wrestling, but didn't happen. Um, Cody sold the sore ribs the whole time till the end of the match. Uh, Cody gave Roman a back body drop through the announce table. Roman was setting up on the Spanish announce table to uh, give Cody a pedigree or something. And instead, Cody reversed it into a back body drop. Uh, and then he had the advantage on Roman. Uh, then Solo gets Cody's weight belt somehow and hits Cody with it. And the ref heard the slap turned, sees Solo with the weight belt, and ejected Solo from the match. So I'm like, oh good, this is going to be now a clean finish for Cody. Uh, it, there was a lot of outside, wrestling outside the ring, fighting outside of the ring, but every time the ref got to a five or a six count, Roman and Cody had enough ring savvy wrestling smarts 
to roll back under the bottom rope and break the referee's count. Something that didn't happen in matches earlier in the night and something that usually doesn't happen. Sometimes the referee gets to five and says, oh, come on, you guys, get back in here. I'm going to start the count over now. And that's BS. It's not in the wrestling rules. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some order to make it look realistic. And Cody and Reigns did that better than anybody tonight. Uh, so Roman Reigns is trying to beat Cody. He just can't keep Cody down. He's got that look on his face like he's having doubts. Cody avoided a spear and turned it into a sunset flip. Roman kicked out. Cody went to, or yeah, Cody went and then put Roman in the figure four immediately. Uh, Roman reversed it, but Cody was close enough. He could crawl to the ropes uh, and break the hold. The fans are going fucking nuts in this match. There, I looked in, in the background and looked, and everybody was on their feet. <laughs> everybody was on their feet, <laughs> and it was kind of getting nerve wracking at this point. Even though I'm telling myself in my head, Cody's gonna win. Cody's gonna win. Relax. So, after a take a water break, there was a ref bump. Cody kicked the referee when Roman Reigns moved. And I automatically had thoughts back to, there's going to be a dusty finish where another referee is going to come down and count the three. And the second referee, or the first referee, is going to say, no, no, Cody kicked me. Uh, he's disqualified. And that was that's known as the dusty finish. Uh, nope, that didn't happen. Uh, instead, we got more BS interference from the Usos. And then Sami Zayn and KO came out. They beat up on Roman Reigns just like the Usos were beating the crap out of Cody. The referee was still down from the Cody kick. Uh, I, I call this kind of Sami's revenge. KO gave Roman a stunner. Sammy gave Roman a hell of a kick in the corner. Uh, so now Cody and Roman are both hurt equally by outside interference. Cody gets back up. He gets the jab, jab, jab in. He does the bionic elbow, drops down to the ground with the right hand uppercut. Some of his dad's old moves. Then Paul Heyman's distracting the ref. Here we go again. Solo Sokoa comes in, gives Cody the Samoan spike. Uh, Roman gets the pin. The match is over. Roman retains. Very disappointing ending. Uh, but it was a five-star match. If I really wanted to give this match like ten stars... But because of all the interference, I'm sick of seeing Roman have to have his family help him win every match. So it only got five stars. Um, I, I just said in my notes, that sucked. Too many Vince Russo run-ins. And it cheapens the championship reign, no pun intended. But it cheapens Roman Reigns 
as a champion because every time he has to have outside interference to win. I know it's wrestling. I know it's predetermined, blah, 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 but it still cheapens the world championship. So night one was the best night, but overall the WrestleMania weekend delivered. Uh, it was a roller coaster of emotions through every single thing from NXT stand and deliver, first night of WrestleMania, second night of WrestleMania. Uh, and looking back on this, it, Cody and Roman had one of the best matches ever. Um, I think Charlotte and Rhea Ripley right now stand out as the best match of the weekend. Uh, Triple H gave some statistics. Uh, it was a $21 million gate. That's paid attendance. Tickets sold. $21 million they made at the gate this weekend. That doesn't include merchandise sales. That doesn't include... Uh, well, you don't have pay-per-view anymore, but... That's just ticket sales, $21 million. Uh, they had more corporate sponsors than ever before. It was in the top 20 trending on every social media platform, which is phenomenal. Uh, it was number one on Twitter, which is, well, with Facebook, they're probably the two number one platforms. But Twitter, it was number one trending most of the night. And then all the other social medias, it was in the top 20 on everything. Uh, overall, I gave night two 33 stars in my little BS Dave Meltzer uh, star rating system. So before WrestleMania, like I said, the, the merger with the UFC and the UFC's parent company uh, was rumored. It's supposed to be announced tomorrow or maybe today, depending on when you're listening to this. But something else came out after WrestleMania, um, about 11 minutes after the show ended. I caught this on Twitter. Asuka announced, I might as well go back to Japan, but I bet a lot of my friends will miss me when I leave WWE. Now I need the power of your anger. Let's bring the chaos to the boring women's division with me. Poop emoji. <laughs> Let's bring chaos to the women's division. Let's bring chaos to the WWE. Uh, oops. It's going the wrong way. Mercedes Monet announced Oscar leaves WrestleMania 39 losing again. She's not 0 5. At Wrestlemania. I don't know if she meant. She's now 0-5 at Wrestlemania. But anyways. Mercedes Monet is saying. WWE continues to make her lose. Her biggest matches. And elevate her character. Just to push her back down the card. She deserves better. Maybe a return back to Japan. Uh somebody legendary Shuby Shine Shan I don't know whatever uh at Monet in the bank with two K's <clears throat> said I think it's smart this is what's 
this is what causes her to fully turn heel. And Mercedes Monet responded, it's not really. Her character change, new theme, new gear, new mask, a full change for her to lose again, again in all caps, at WrestleMania. She deserved to win tonight. Uh, then somebody, live underscore O one, replied, "Not going to lie. Although I love both ladies, I just knew Oscar was going to win." Mercedes Monet replies, "This is the former Sasha Banks. If you don't know who Mercedes Monet is." Uh, she replies to that comment, I.K., I know. She deserves it. They're protecting Bianca for whatever reason. Uh, <clears throat> Bianca is a good face for that women's division. Uh, she's more marketable because she speaks English. I don't think that that's a reason to... Uh, keep her keep her down to keep Oscar down and keep pushing uh, Bianca the way they are less about Bianca because I think she's a great wrestler I think she's the top athlete in that division but to build Asuka up and then have her lose, to have her win that money in the bank and then do nothing with her for a year uh, as women's champion, even though it was the pandemic year, doesn't matter. She puts on great matches. She had that great undefeated run of like three years. Uh, she dominated... NXT and put on some of the best matches, period, point blank. And for someone with her capability to constantly get built up to main event and then put down, it doesn't sit well with me. Sort of the same thing with Cody. He had this big build up. Uh, you know, he wrestled with a torn peck a few pay-per-views ago, and then they build him up, and now he's going to be a mid-carder. So, we'll see what happens tomorrow night on Raw. Triple H said, you know, at the press conference, this was the end of a chapter. This wasn't the end of a book, and this is a continuing story and stuff like that, so... We'll see what happens. Maybe the title change happens at Backlash in Puerto Rico. I don't know. Uh, but there's got to be something done to keep Roman Reigns' family, the bloodline, out of these matches. And if Roman wins again, I won't have a problem with it. Until he wins clean. You know, Triple H also said at the press conference, well, somebody's got to step up and take Roman Reigns' title, you know, and 
He's saying things like, you know, The Rock stepped up and John Cena stepped up and they took it. And it's like, yeah, but Cody seemed to be stepping up too. And so we'll see. Triple H teased that this story is going to continue on with the match that Cody pulled out of Roman Reigns tonight. I don't mind seeing Roman Reigns and Cody part two. But right now, in the foreseeable future, there's not another person that can step up. You're going to have to build another person up until SummerSlam now. So does Roman keep that on? They keep putting him up there with Bob Backlund and Bruno San Martino and Pedro Morales and Hulk Hogan. Uh, say what you want about Hulk Hogan, but... None of those guys needed constant help from their family. And what it feels like to me, the WWE doesn't realize they're diminishing the matches and diminishing the title by constantly having Roman Reigns win via outside interference. So that was my take on WrestleMania. Overall, the weekend, it was a great WrestleMania, but uh, a few things could have been better. But it was a great WrestleMania. Uh, I enjoyed it. It took me on an emotional roller coaster ride like wrestling is supposed to. And uh, I'll just have to get over my little quirks and problems I have with this one. So that's all. Until next time, Big John Panic Attack. God bless you guys. Have a great weekend. <laughs>